Okay, good morning everyone. Let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Yud. Today is Yud Aleph. And we will do the review of yesterday's Daf Get to today's. Um, and uh, we learned on the beginning of the Daf all about Eretz Yisrael. The special qualities of Eretz Yisrael. Number one, um, Eretz Yisrael is created first and then the rest of the world. Um, and we quoted a Pasuk to that effect. in Mishlei Adelai Asa Eretz. V'chutzos. First Eretz, then V'chutzos. Also, Eretz Yisrael is created first, was given to drink first. It gets uh, watered first. Um, uh, first, actually, it's watered by Hashem directly, and the rest of the world is through Shliach. And, um, and that's the... Uh, that's number one. Okay. Okay, and um, so uh, for, that's by Hashem Himself, as as opposed to the rest of the world is by Shliach. Um, and the pasuk says, "Hanosein matar apneiaret and sholeach maim apneichutzos." Eretz Yisrael drinks from the rain, and the rest of the world gets from the leftovers. And we quote a pasuk: "Eretz Yisrael drinks first, the rest of the world afterwards." And uh, it's uh, the example is a person who is. Um, uh, producing, trying to make cheese. So uh, the way it works is, is that uh, you know the, the curds and the whey they separate from each other. You gather the curds together, you press them, and then it forms into uh, uh, the cheese. And what do you do with the whey? You get rid of the whey. Okay, it falls by the wayside. Okay, that's uh, okay. There you go. That's. Uh, I figured out that one. Yeah, yeah, I would drink it. Okay. <coughs> um, you would drink it. It's good for you. Whatever. It's good for you. Yeah. Right. There's a market for it. Right. Anyway. Nothing is pulling out. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, so uh, basically that's the same thing with how Hashem waters Eretz Yisrael. That's the primary and um, the leftovers goes to the rest of the world. Um, uh, so we mentioned earlier um, how Rabbi Lezer's opinion is, is that the water gets sweetened through the system of the clouds. Um, where's the basis for that? So Rabbi Yitzvah Yosef says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, in one place in Te'elem it says, and and then it says in, um, in Shmuel Beis, Similar pasuk, but it's chashras ma'im avishchakim. So, what is it? Chashras or chashras? So, you take the chaf and put it in the word chashras, and then it's chachsharas, which is hechsher, coming from the root of making kosher, kosherizing, making it proper. As we know, kosher means to be proper. Um, so, that's the um, uh, that's the idea that it becomes uh, po- drinkable. Um, through the process of going through the clouds. Uh, how does Rabbi Yeshua deal with these psukim? He says that it's a different concept. It's uh, teaching us about the water content in the clouds. If the clouds are light and fluffy, there's less water. If it's dark clouds, that's a sign that there's a lot more water in those clouds and it's going to be a heavier rain. Okay. Um, there's a brisa that says that the waters on on high are held up on high with the maimer of Hashem, with the statement of God, um, and uh, the payros of that is the is the rain. 
And that's the Pasuk says, Mi pri And that's going like Rabbi Yeshua, of course, this price of Rabbi Yezer would explain the Pasuk. Obviously, the price is explaining like Rabbi Yeshua, but the, the Pasuk itself uh, fits more with the, uh, the concept that we saw. Um, uh, I mean, the Pasuk, you could explain in Rabbi Yezer's opinion that it's uh, talking about just in general, the Maise Yadav of Hashem. That it's mi prima sechot is ba'aretz. That Hashem create Hashem's creation. It's the peros of His creation that causes the world to get satiation. It's just the uh, the system, the the ecological system that helps us. Okay. Next, we saw Rabbi Shulman Levi says that the entire world is uh, draw draws its sustenance from the tantzis, the sort of the leftovers of Gan Eden, and that's the pasuk of Nar Yotzei Me Eden. And um, and we said that if you have a base core, so the tamtis is going to be a tarkav, which is three kav. Okay, so that's a, a lot less. A, a core, I think, is, is 30, 30 sa. So yeah. a sa is six kav. So it's, the, it's just a very small percentage, um, um, basically. Okay. You, you, you said yesterday that the, the tamtis was the essence, right? Yeah, the, the, the damatamsis is a kind of leftover blood. You shrita, right? So it doesn't just afterwards. right. It's the uh, it's, just, uh, leftover it's the squeezed out. It's like the lemon after it's been after it's been squeezed. squeezed. Yeah, whichever's left over. Right? That's how I, That's how I'm seeing how it's being used here. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. You sque- first you squeeze out the lemon, and then there's still, still some left over. Still a little bit That's left over. Right. One more drop left. Right. Yeah, well, it's uh, three cav out of the base core. Okay. We said Eretz Mitzrayim was 400 parcels by 400 parcels. And that's the 60th of Kush, of Egypt, of, of uh, Africa, which is, a, which is in turn a 60th of the world, which is in turn a 60th of Gan, of the Gan Eden. And the Gan is itself only a 60th of Eden, and Eden is only a 60th of Gehenim. So you can imagine how big Gehenim is, and like the entire world is just a... Pot cover for Gehenna. You need a big Gehenna. Yeah, know? right, exactly. We've got to have room for everybody, okay? Everyone needs their space, okay? Um, okay. Social distancing. Social distancing, that's what's going on. You don't think there's social distancing in Gehenna? Of course it's okay. <laughs> okay. Now, others say that uh, Gehenna has no shear, and uh, some say Aden has no shear. Even Aden itself doesn't have any shear. And um, Raboshia said that when the Pasuk says, Shochenes al-Mayim Rabim, Rabos Otros, what does that mean? What causes that Babylonia should have a lot of storehouses filled with grain? That's because it's on Mayim Rabim. The water table is very high, it's swampy lands, and there's always, the, the water is always wet, and therefore it barely needs any rain at all. And that's why Babylon is a rich country in that sense. It's a very fertile ground. And uh, that's what you say, better Tuvani than Yufshani, even though, you know, obviously you don't want either extreme, but like here in Houston, the, the, the sea level, we're basically at sea level, so there's, uh, the water table's pretty high over here, um, and uh, can grow a lot of things. Okay. Not sea level yeah. yet. What? We're not at sea level. Not quite. We're a little we're above sea level, thankfully. Yeah, yeah was, government's on sea level. The sea level, right. I, said, I didn't ever realize when I was driving some piles over yeah. there, I said, well, if those guys can drive piles, I can drive piles too. So I put the pile and started driving it. I couldn't drive it. 
Because as soon as I drove it, the water caught it. Oh, really? A lot of suction caught it. So I said, I'm going to give it to somebody else. Uh-huh. I mean, after all, the expert. They waited a month. Till it dries no out. Rain. It dries out. And they came in, chuck, 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 chuck. That's Timing it. is everything. Live and learn. Now you know. <laughs> now no, you can I'm next time. Time. Next time you'll know the way. But you have to pay for it. Uh-huh. You have to pay for it. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. Says the Mishnah, third, the, a third of Marchejvin is when we start asking for rain. Ram Gamliel says it's actually the seventh of Mar- the seventh of Marchejvin, which is 15 days after Sukkot, so that the last person who's going all the way, can make it to the Euphrates River <coughs> in time. That's how long it takes to travel. Now, Rebbe Lazar says, And then we saw Hanani's opinion that, however, in uh, Golos, meaning outside of Eretz Yisrael, we wait 60 days in the Tkufa, in the season. Okay, which means basically from fall, uh, equinox, I think it's called equinox. Yeah, the autumnal equinox. The autumnal, autumnal equinox. Uh, that it go that you count sixty days henceforth, and that's when we start saying uh, the Saint Talmudar. Now, Rav Huna Barchia says in the name of Shmuel, that's what the halacha falls Chananya. I didn't ask Shmuel the question um, when we start saying the Saint Talmudar, and he says, well, go look at Mr. Tavos, uh, the trapper, and see when he brings the wood into his house. That's when. <laughs> he says, who's so. Uh, so the Gemara says, that's, who says that's a different date? Maybe it is exactly the same date. Okay. So Shiloh was whether the 60th day is like before, meaning you don't yet say it till after the 60th day, or is it like after, and that's when you already start saying. We brought a Machlokas. Rav says that it, the 60th day is like after, meaning you already say it on the 60th. Shmuel says it's like before. Rav Nachman says there's a way to remember it, because the one above, the higher one, needs more water, so you got to ask for rain earlier. And the one lower doesn't need as much water, so he pushes off to the day later. But Rapapa says the bottom line of is we start asking on day 60. Okay. And it's like Achashishim. Uh, now, they we're getting into the fast. So we said in the Mishnah that once the 17th of Marchejvin comes, so basically 10, day, 10 days after we started saying the Talamatar, and we didn't see any any results of our prayers? Okay, we give it some time to uh, to take effect, but if nothing happened in 10 days, mm-hmm. so that's when the Yechidim would start fasting, a string of three fasts. These are minor fasts, so therefore they're eating and drinking from the night before. They're allowed to do malacha. The, none of the other inuyim besides for eating and drinking are prohibited, so they can, they can bathe, they can put oil on themselves, anoint themselves with oils, they can put on shoes, have relations. Mm-hmm. Um, once Rish Chodesh Kislev comes in and it still didn't rain, so that's when Bezdin starts making decrees um, on the Tibor. Three, again, a string of three fasts, and this fast also is of on the minor level. It's only um, a fast during the day. It's not at night. It doesn't start at night before a lot of Dumalacha and also the other Inuyim, besides reading and drinking, are permitted, bathing, anointing, Shoe wearing and relation, marital relations. So, we started talking about the Yechidim. They start fasting first. Who are Yechidim? So, Ravuna says it's the Rabbanon. And uh, Ravuna explains that the Yechidim fast three fasts, and the fasts are Sheni, Chamishi, Bisheni. Monday, Thursday, Monday. 
what's the chiddush here? It's a Mishnah. Now, the Mishnah tell us that you'd only make tainus and tibor starting. You never start on a Thursday. String of fast because mm-hmm. it'll it'll mess up the price system. It'll raise the prices of the foods because there'll be a run on the stores. So um, the chiddush here is is that that when it comes to the fast of the yichidim, you might think that that doesn't apply because after all, it's it's only yichidim. There are only a few people that are that are t- mm-hmm. taking on these fasts. So, Kamash Malan, that we still say that's how it works. We always do Monday, Thursday, Monday. Now, we saw also in the Brisa that when uh, Yechidim started fasting, it's Monday, Thursday, Monday. Um, if it's a Rosh Chodesh, you take off for Rosh Chodesh. Um, Yom Tif, uh, that's written in Megillus Tainus, the days that, are, that we have, a, 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 you know, that, that are minor holidays that you're not supposed to fast on also. Um, so, um, the now, when it comes to being a yachid or a talmud, they say, "Look, I can't. A person, this is not the time when a person should say, oh, 'Oh, I'm, I'm merely a talmud. I'm not really a yachid. I'm not such a chashiv person.' Any talmud of a chacham is also um, uh, qualifies as a yachid, and uh, therefore don't don't be too uh, shy now." Uh, yachid has a definition as well as a Talmud. A yachid means that he's fit to be a leader of the of the kila. Okay, meaning he's uh, knowledgeable enough and he has uh, all the proper midos that's necessary to be uh, to be a position of leadership in in the community. That's number one. Um, a Talmud is somebody who whatever he is learning, he learns well enough that he can, if you ask him the halacha. He we can give you a straight answer, okay. Um, it's easier said than done. It's not so easy to come up with a straight answer. You learn that you're learning, and you say, uh, I don't know. Okay, whatever. Every so that every year is about not straight answers. Right, exactly. All the right, exactly. Like a doctor, right? The doctor. Exactly. This way, doctors can give straight answers. Doctors can straight answers than. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, but they think they're betting. Depends who you ask. It's a machlokas. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. All right, so... I can give a straight answer. Right? This is my focus. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so the Gemara brings down that, uh, that uh, Mayer's opinion is, is that uh, just because you uh, want to say you're a yachid doesn't make you a yachid. Um, and, uh, but Rabbi Yossi has an op- opposite opinion. He says, no, um, forget. You should make yourself a yachid in this area. And Zachar Latov, because this is not a shvach. This is tsar. In other words, if you're looking for benefit, then yeah, don't you know? Don't push yourself to be in that position if you're not really worthy. But when it's a matter of taking on the suffering, so then, um, then it is appropriate. Okay. Um, so uh, we saw the same thing. Uh, Rabbi Shmuel Ben Elazar said not everybody should make himself a yachid or a talmid, and Rabbi Shmuel Gamliel says that's only true if it's a, something for benefit, a shvach, a praiseworthy thing. But if it's a matter of tsar, so then you can, and it's zachar latov. Um, and that's the idea. So over here, where you're taking on a fast, then don't worry about it. Okay. Now, somebody who, in general, who took on a fast for whatever calamity that he's trying to avoid, and then the calamity passes, or somebody was sick and he got better. So that doesn't you preclude you. You still have to finish the fast. You still got to do what you took on to do. And also we saw that if you're traveling from a place where people were not fasting and the place where you went to, they took on a fast, you have to fast with the people. 
Um, if you can you take on a fast, like it's, it's okay if, if he gets better, I quit. Like I, I, oh, can I, you put sorry. a condition yeah, in yeah, your yeah. fast? Yeah, but it sounds like that's not the right way to do it. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what Rashi says. Rashi mm-hmm. says it's not appropriate. It's like you're making a condition. It's not. It's not a way. It's, he he, he looks at. Better, it's I mean. looked at. It's looked at in a negative way. That uh-huh. is like, oh well, I'm only putting it on conditionally. That's not. Uh, Once you do it, you if do you're it. making a, you know, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna do it, then you should do it without the condition. Okay. Um, it's not because you broke your word. It's because uh, you're you're, you're doing it conditionally. That's not a. That's that's what's not appropriate. Okay. Okay. Um, so again, if you're traveling to a place where they do fast, then you should fast with them. If you're if you're coming from a place where they fast to a place where they're not fasting, you should finish sure. your fast. Um, if you forgot and you ate and drank, don't make yourself known. Don't make it known that you're eating. Um, mm-hmm. Try to do it quietly, even though for you personally, the fast is broken. The same as Yom Kippur too. Right, in no. general. No, you can't go on. Well, no, he's no, trying no, to say, if you're allowed, you say if you're allowed, allowed to eat, of course, oh. right. You don't want to same, show off. Right? Exactly. You don't, you don't, you don't you go on the... Any fast. If you're an exception, you don't want to show off. You don't want to... Right. That was a, a Similarly, if you, are, um, if, you, if you are eating, even, this is, even though nobody's seeing anything, there's also cut down. Don't have something pl- particularly yeah. pleasurable that you enjoy eating. Something you know. Try to keep it simple, fair. Um, don't um, down to science. Yeah, don't don't um, don't make Over it all food. kinds of fancy yeah. foods. That's also not appropriate. And uh, we see this in the idea of Yaakov when he told his children when there was a famine. Why should we be looked at mm-hmm. with anger? Can be yeah, conspicuous. We don't yeah. want to be conspicuous, yeah. and that's what he was telling his children. Don't make yourself look like you're satiated when everybody mm-hmm. else is starving. So it don't uh, stand out in front of the eyes of Ace or Yishmael so that they shouldn't be jealous of you. Now, that took us to um, uh, a pasuk near there, which is uh, when Yosef revealed himself to his brothers and he, uh, he told them on their way home, he gave them a word of advice. He said, question is, what does that mean? So Rabbi Lazar says that Yosef is telling his brothers, don't involve yourself in matters of law because maybe you'll get lost, you'll get distracted, you won't realize where you're going. And that was his words of advice, which is, when you think about it, it's kind of random, okay? That that's what he's like worried about. You know, he just revealed himself to them and they're heading home and they're going to inform their father that Yosef's still alive, it's good news. And says, don't talk in learning that you'll forget, you know, you might get lost, which is just interesting. Anyway, um, Problem is, is that actually talking and learning on the way is actually a very good thing, as we find Rebbe Loi Barbrachia said that when two Tommy Chomim are, are walking and they don't share Divrei Torah to each other, it's like they deserve to be burnt. Um, and we quote a pasuk of Elisha uh, and Eliyahu who were walking and um, and uh, they were separated by the fire chariot, chariots of fire and horses of fire, um, and it sounds like that it had not been talking and learning that the fire would have burnt them. Okay, so the Gemara answer is that there's two levels of learning. There's learning, reviewing your studies. That's that's something that you you're not gonna get so distracted. And then there's the kind of learning that's more intense learning, more in depth learning, iyun. Um, and that requires, um, uh, you know, you could get lost basically that way. Okay. 
Um, the Brysa brings down a, that a different explanation of what it means. Don't do what's called a psia gasa. Don't take extra large steps because, as we learned, that uh, that takes away some of your vision. And number and the other shot is is that uh, this other the other advice is he's saying is that make sure that when you come to a town you should come during the day and you don't want to sneak into town at night when it, people would take it that you're. Uh, basically, up to no good. Okay, and uh, you should also leave in the morning after after that. You're not trying to sneak out of town. So that's what he's saying. Wait till the sun rises before you leave, and come to a town to rest before the sun sets. Um, the next halacha that we saw is that a person in a, when he's traveling should cut down his ra- rations, try to eat less than he normally would eat, mm-hmm. and the reason is is because one of two reasons, either because of his mayan, which is his stomach. You could have stomach problems in the travels. Um, if you eat a lot, and the, 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 tra- the, the, in, the intensity of travel, the combination is not good for your stomach. And the other is because there's limited food. And there's practical differences between these two, uh, two explanations. If you're in a boat, so you're not really exerting yourself, so it's less of a concern as far as the stomach goes. Um, or if you're traveling in places where there's regular stops where you'll be able to have food, so then the food issue is not a concern. Um, Rapapa himself took on the stomach problem as the issue, and therefore he had no problem eating quite a bit, and that's because he was a big man who didn't have wor- worry about these areas, and that is, as far as we talked yesterday, 